The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hit the wrong button. Holy crap, whoever did that intro was awesome. Just like I love that. You got a shit together. But anyway, happy Wednesday. Yo, why do we got talking here? Benjamin? Benjamin, what's going on? What?
<laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm, okay. I'm, hey. I'm doing talk to text because I'm sending Leo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We got a kick-ass show for you scheduled today. Uh, but as always, Benjamin, how's it going? You're muted. Yeah. What the now fuck? You're not. Why are you fucking with me? Yeah, because you're chatting on the phone while I'm doing the intro. Well, I was chatting on the phone because I was responding to you because you responded to me behind the scene. Yeah, because you're messaging me about last-minute shit again. No. <laughs> Somebody doesn't check emails. Somebody hasn't had time for emails. My day job, I've been working late and then oh, doing this. Thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's, my, Where's my tissues? Children. Oh, geez. Well, anyway, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Who do we have today? Uh, we have a fantastic artist. Uh, he has uh, been everywhere from what I can see. Uh, I was trying to look him up, and there's so many names and so many people that he has worked with. It's insane. Uh, let's give it up for Buddha Monk. Yo, what's yo. The, what's popping, everybody? What's going on with you, man? Shazam. Shazam. We Shazam. Are Shazam. Damn. Shazam. That brings out, that's going to bring out Leo's. Go, uh, dork in him. Yeah, that's that's the first question. So you got an album, to, uh, you know, The Dark Knight. You're saying Shazam? Are you a comic book fan? Oh yeah, definitely. Why? You crazy? I I'm a I'm a fan of the old stuff. All this new stuff, you know, like Superman's gay and uh, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the superheroes are sucking each other faces, guy on guy, girl on girl. Shit, say that shit. Uh, <laughs> You, you you're destroying what 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 superhero being a superhero is about to me, you know, really, really, you know, what I mean? Supergirl and all of them got some girlfriends now and shit, and everybody's licking Paula. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ju ju just to be technically correct, it's Superman's son that's gay. It's not Superman's like off world. He's he's it's his son that's. Uh... Oh, so Superman doesn't know yet. Not he, in he, he knows. Show, he had not no in the new TV show, the new TV show, the guy that they got playing Superman, he is gay. Oh, the uh, uh, yeah. It's 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 a big it's a big complaint about it right now. Like they going off about it. Like, yo, you know, superheroes never. Come on, man. Imagine Batman all these years, um, liking peanut butter. <laughs> Just imagine, like he like his ass fed with peanut butter. You know what I'm saying? The most toughest guy, the most he's one of the toughest guys in, in, in comic book DC history and shit. Now you mean to tell me Batman been taking it up the ass all along? <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't this a topic for splash pages? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought, actually, that was that was a big. I thought they gonna change his name now. I it's thought Catwoman like, I, but I was wondering why Catwoman and all of them. He never attempted to like, yo, I'll see you on Friday or something. You know, in one of his things back in the days, you know, it may be possible because Batman, you never really saw him with a woman in bed. You always saw him be admired by a woman. You know, yeah. you know. I, I don't know. Acquiring minds, just want to yeah, know. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he was more into the Flash. <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, uh, Batman, it was a big controversy because there was uh, artwork with him going down on uh, on uh, Catwoman. And it was like yeah. the, 
yeah, it was like uh, real uh, real heroes do this and stuff like that. That's yeah. how Facebook part two with fans putting that up. You know, that's people just want you to know that you know Facebook is alive and so is TikTok and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they really ever made it happen. It went back then. You know, I seen him do his little Batman, the Batman Watusi dance and everything. So, you know. You know, Adam West, Adam West was the man then. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's stories I've heard of him and uh, uh, the gentleman who played the Joker going to like orgies and stuff, like still dressed up. Yeah. Was, I'm gonna tell you, Joker definitely was into women. And he killed too many guys. He killed too many guys. Now he never killed a girl. He always killed guys. <laughs> like so, so they go. Uh, they goes Batman in the poker. Oh Jesus! Oh, you know what? Batman and the poker, really? <laughs> you, you, know what? you know what, man? You know what? I don't even want to think about it, man. I, I might have to call Batman star at you for that. Get ninjaized on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody that's watching—I mean, we got a shitload of people watching across the platforms. Uh, yeah, we just went down into the gutter in about ten seconds. Right? Welcome to our train wreck. We're kicking off season three right. <laughs> Five seconds in, it is sitting. We exploding in, we exploding in lines already. Right? Yeah. Buddha's phone's going off. His publicist is like, man, you can't be saying that shit. <laughs> He's like, you watch me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yo, I just want to get fired and start a new job somewhere else. I can help you with that. <laughs> well, thank God we ran the disclaimer. That's all I have to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so how y'all been doing all right how about yourself i'm pretty good man you know just been working a lot producing a lot of music and working with a lot of artists and getting ready for these other comic cons getting ready to happen in like february and april nice oh, nice and the ones in jersey y'all going to the ones in jersey this year um i don't know i don't think we have jersey on the docket yet right now i think the only ones that we have signed are Maryland in August and Norfolk, Virginia in September. And we're working on Vegas for June. And plus the one we did before, they're going to be next year too, back at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll probably be back at Super Mega Fest potentially. Yeah. yeah but actually, I, I already got a call for two of them out in uh, uh, Jersey, Patterson and somewhere else. So, okay. Yeah, there was one that I saw that was in Jersey. I was going to look into. Yeah, yeah one well, and one is for April. Well, we're gonna we're gonna throw this out there right now. Um, if there's any cons interest interest in having Jeff and I there, you have to uh, to who do they have to talk to? Besides us? Oh yeah. Come on, dude. I was leading you in. Oh, you were leading. I was leading you into something. They got to talk to you. You suck at this game. Really? <laughs> Jeff and I signed a uh, non-exclusive contract with Over the Moon Appearances yesterday. Oh, that's dope. Congratulations. So, Billy, with Billy Stamper from Over the Moon. Yep. Yep. Billy Stamper, Over the Moon Appearances. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be trying to get us into some shows and, and whatnot. And let's see what happens. Yep, he's at us, which is nice. Alcohol passing these uh, cameras and stuff, you know? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, on that side, I mean, it, it looks like you just got your water jug. We don't know what's yeah, in it. 
are you talking about? This is juice. And, I, and I got and I got ginger ale. It's, it's juice. Oh. Water thing. You put icing in. Last one. This one. Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours cold. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, one of those kind of containers. I drink a lot of water, man. I'm a water freak. I'm a water connoisseur. Right, right. So, <clears throat> I hate so, avian. I, I know we have a ton of people watching, but I want to, before we get into what you're doing today, let's go right. all the way back. I want to go all the way back. Okay. All the way. Like knee high, grasshopper, playing in the fields, Brooklyn, hanging out with some people that, you know, everybody knows who everybody is. Right. How did that? How did that all come about? Well, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. You know, um, dirty, old dirty bastard. Just in case y'all don't know, dirty. Yeah. Uncle Pete, Uncle Pete, Uncle Freddy. Twelve o'clock. God bless the dead. Murdoch. God bless the dead. Papa Wu. God bless the dead. All of us used to hang out on the corner of Franklin Avenue and Putnam. And, you know, just like everybody else, be take it back, do, 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 take it back. You know, sitting there singing and chilling and going inside the corner store, sticking 40s in the pants legs and stuff like that, you know, and, and come back out, you know, and pull the bottle out and sit on the corner, drink, talk with everybody, kept rapping and one day, you know, Dirty was like, you see my pinky, you see my thumb, you see my fish, you better get the fuck out. I said, like, nigga, that ain't no rhyme. What the fuck is that? Like, where you come out? He's like, watch. One day I'm going to make that a rhyme and everybody going to love it. So we would do that for a while. And then we all went our separate ways for a while, too. And then I wound up going back on Franklin Avenue and uh, moving to this, this uh, apartment, um, this, this building that had apartments in it. And um, it was 441 Franklin Avenue. And one day I was DJing and I had put my speakers in the window playing music and Dirty was downstairs asking everybody like, yo, who playing music like that? He's dope. So in his mind, he was just wanted to come upstairs and knock on the door and ask somebody to play his song um, After the Laughter and Protect Your Neck was the first vinyl before they got on RCA Loud. And so when he came, he was like, yo, yo, um, this is so dirty bass. I just want to have a conversation with someone over the door. All right. Rusty, what up, man? You know, because that's, you know, mom's calling Rusty. Everybody else calling him Russell Jones. So, but, you know, I call him Rusty or A-Song, unique A-Song a lot. So um, he came in and he had this record. And he was like, yo, bro. I need you to listen to this record and tell me what you're thinking. Turn it up. Let everybody hear it out there. I start playing After the Laughter. I liked After the Laughter, but it wasn't my joint joint. You know what I'm saying? When I right. flipped it on the other side, originally they wanted After the Laughter to be the, the single. But when I heard Protect Your Neck, I told Dirty, God, this is going to be y'all winner. This is the one that's going to take y'all everywhere. So I started taking it. He gave me like a whole box of the records. I started taking them to different DJs, local and whatnot, and unlocal, and sending it to some of my friends in different towns like Philly, um, you know, mad different places. Right, right. 
I had a couple of friends in LA I sent it to. I sent a couple of records to Flex and them, you know. And um, yeah, all of a sudden, all my friends started calling me back like, yo, where did you get this record from? Where they at? Were they coming out with a whole album? Like, yeah, they working on their album right now. So um, after I started playing it, Dirty came back to the crib and he was like, yo, come take a ride with me. I'm like, take a ride with you? I'm like, yeah. When we got, when we got to Manhattan, we were in a studio and him and Rizzo were standing next to each other. I didn't even know that that was Rizzo yet. But I remember him being his cousin. So I was like, I remember him for a long time ago. So they, they playing a couple of joints and I'm like, oh, these shit's just smacking. So next thing you know, um, they played one song and Dirty was like, nah, what you think about this song, Buddha? And um, I was like, that shit is all right, but the one before it is the one that sound like the single. And um, it was Cream. And, it, and, and he still said it was missing something. And um, I was like, yeah, it's still missing something. So Riz was like, what is this? Dirty was like, oh, that's my partner. He's going to be with me from now on doing everything. And that's how I came about being with Dirty and being a part of the Wu-Tang legacy. You right. know what I'm and so next thing you know, I'm in the booth now. And I'm doing, ooh, yeah. So like that was the first part of the, the riffs that they would have for Cream. Right. So I'm on this first, the first, I'm on the first joint for the whole entire album, playing it everywhere. And then they did the remix where they had 60 Second come in and do some riffs. And then they turned that right there into the original uh, video cut. And everybody thought that 60 Second Assassin was the one who sung the first riffs. But I'm like, no, that's me. And the other riffs are 60 Second Assassin. A lot of people don't know that. Right. So, but you know, we all from the same family. We cut from the same cloth. It's not like you sit there and you beef about it or you, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, at to this day, I don't get residuals from it. I should. I should be a rich nigga by now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my own way, I'm rich. Trust me. But not because of that situation right um, right i i do what i do what i gotta do to provide for me and mine you see me out there you see what i do you see oh, yeah. i had a merchant i had all that stuff um not only that i you know not only do i support our movement and i still move in it i just i'm a creative bastard myself you know what, right. what i'm saying my yeah. art form is totally different from a lot of other people because i can place myself anywhere most of them I don't know if everybody could do the same thing. Right. And I'm not talking about just Wu-Tang members. I'm talking about affiliates or whatever. Whatever they do to fit themselves, what they do, that's their moment. But my, what Dirty always told me, he want me to be different than a lot of the other ones than everybody else. He, look, you're going to make some beats. I want you to be better than the people that's making beats for us right now. So, like, I'm really, every time I give you something, I want you to study it different than others. I want you to, you know. Right. At this time, at this time, I wasn't even named Buddha Monk. I was being called Master E because that was my DJ name. Right. Because I DJ all over the world. So I was gonna bring I was gonna bring that question in next because you yeah. actually were a DJ right. um for a long time doing DJing, like you said, all over the world. And right. you really never thought about getting into this side of of production or hip hop or rhyming, um, 
until I, I believe I read somewhere it was your brother that pulled you yeah. over. Yeah, my brother actually, my brother and him, my brother, my cousin Mal G Wise and all of them, they had a rap group, and they had put Mal, my other cousin Mal. What really got me excited about doing music was Mal and my cousin, his um his cousin. They had did a song called The Emulator, and they had did it with uh, um, from the Juice Crew. Uh, Molly Maul, they did the song with Molly Maul from the Juice Crew. Okay. And when I first heard that and I I got introduced to him, I was like, yeah, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. But their time was doing their thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get on with them because I was still going to school. Right. I actually... Before I got on with Dirty and all of them, I was about to get on with Public Enemy, but I got locked up on a drug charge that I didn't have nothing to do with it, but just because I would go over to the drug dealer's house and yep. DJ for them while they, you know, they I would go there sometime and DJ. Right. You know, and making I'm your DJ, money. Right. I'm DJing, and the guy would pay me money just to come through and like sometimes pay for parties and stuff like that. So they assumed I was a part of it. They tried to give me time. I wound up fight, fighting for three and a half years to get out of that case. Wow. You know, yeah, I finally beat the case after three and a half years. After that, I lost the deal with getting on with Flavor Flavor because me and Flavor Flavor was, was like this. Like, he's from Hempstead, so he was right down the block from me. Right. You know, I had, right. I had, had, I was down there with my stepmother and my father. And my girl had, was just having a baby when they locked me up. So I moved back to Brooklyn, boom, boom, after I get out and everything, trying to plant my feet and everything, and ran into Dirty. But before Dirty, when Dirty bought me the record, after he bought me the record, he had, had to go somewhere for a while um, to uh, do a, a little tour with them for the beginning of what they were getting ready to start as part of the Wu-Tang stuff. So I was still doing parties, but his cousin and them, I didn't know that they, his cousin and them um, asked me to do a party for them. I really was going to turn it down because I, I was focusing on doing something else at the time, but they it was like the whole entire block wanted me to play for this party. So I played for the party and he happened to come and he was outside and he could hear the DJ. So Dirty come upstairs and he seen me DJing. So he was like, oh, that's my brother right there. Yeah. No wonder the music is popping in here. I'm going to chill for a while. So it's like, yeah. So he's like, yo, do you mind if I take the turntables for a second? So he took the turntables. It's when he took the turntables that the nightmare began for us. So, so you know, because some things are a gift and a curse at the same time. You right. know what I'm saying? So yep. shit, yeah, I'm all in. So now he got the turntables. I'm like, I hope you don't fuck up my you know. Fuck up and don't do something right, and then everybody like boo and start throwing shit at us, you know. Because back then, then you know the DJ always got hit or the speakers got shot, one or the other, but some shit went off. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> party's jumping, the party's jumping, and turn around, he takes the turntables, he's killing it. So I grab on my mic, I turn on the mic, and I start rapping. He didn't know I could rap. He knew I could sing because at the time I was with this singing group called Flamboyant. Mm -hmm. So while I'm singing, while I'm rapping, he's like, oh, shit, I didn't know you could rap. And then he said, yo, let me get the mic. And then I gave him the mic. And guess what? I put on this beat 
And he did that rap. You see my pinky, you see my thumb, you see my fish, you better get the fuck out of here. And when he did it to the track, I was blown away because I remember that I was like, nigga, what the fuck is that? Like, you're not gonna. And he mastered his art. You know what I'm saying? No right. father for style. It's like what I thought wasn't possible, he proved me wrong. But it wasn't like I knocked the idea down. I was just like, I couldn't place it at the time. So it was so could you imagine at this moment, I'm saying to myself, God, I got so much I gotta learn from this dude. And I gotta catch, I gotta catch up. I'm I'm playing catch up now because we didn't see each other for a little bit, because we had lost contact for a moment. Even with me promoting the record. So finally he finds me and um says, Yo, pack your shit. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, pack your shit, grab your girl. And your kid, come on, come on, me. Y'all gonna come stay at my house until we get you situated and everything. And um, we're gonna make sure that you don't get in no trouble or nothing, get you crib so that, you know, I don't want you to be down here. I want you to be able to go on the road with me and your girl and them be straight. I was like, all right, cool. We packed up and we went with him. We stayed with him and Shaquita for like, I think, a month while we were looking for a place and everything. And, and at the same time, I could have got the place quicker, but. The minute I walked in his house, the next morning we were gone. We had left. We were, we left him for like a week, every other week, and then we came back, and we took them to Germany. We went to Germany for like three weeks, and we performed and came back, and then finally we found the crib, you know. And from there, it was just the dynamic duo, you know what I'm saying? For real, yeah, like yeah, it, it's 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 <laughs> like, you know, people would people would borrow money, take shit from her and everything. I was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. Like, I'm okay. You know, you know, I'm not in it just for your money and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it because I love you and I really, I'm really amazed. Like, y'all with one of the greatest entertainers of all time. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this like, this is my world. This is, this is the moment where things get to change, not only for him, but for me, because my ideas was just enough ideas to help him along too as well and support him and be his back. He didn't need security. He didn't need, you know, he had management, but you know what I'm saying? I managed a lot before he started getting major management, everything he would tell me what to do. And I would be on the phone with all these big, big kahunas, you know, talking what, like what he want. And it's not an option, this and that. And they was like, yo, the boy is tough, man. Is he your manager or is he your security? Oh no, no, he raps. That's my partner. Well, oh, he rap. And then when everybody started seeing me go on stage with him and rap, that's when it was a whole different world for them. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we know who Buddha Monk really is. You know, at first everybody thought I was just some bullshit security guard. Unfortunately, you could think that I was bullshit if you want, but when it's time to whoopy ass, you would have learned a whole different story, you know? It's just right. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I would definitely say because uh, we met you in person. I would I would not I would not fuck around with you in a dark alley. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I keep I keep I keep a little army with me at all times. You know what I'm right. saying? You saw them off on the side. They was happy to meet y'all and everything, but you noticed that they were staying spaciously away, just awaiting the moment for somebody to get stupid. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah they were loving that would have huh? been me doing something stupid. Yeah, you you know, and, and not only that, 
think I think my lady would have cracked a few heads herself too. She's been in the military, you know. Thank you for her service. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Thank her for her service. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. And she she don't play no games. That that's the boss. She's the real, she's the real boss. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? She'll put it on a dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta say, excuse me to y'all. I didn't get the chance to promote it like I wanted to because I had a lot of depths going on, bro. Like sorry to hear that. I've I've had so many. I've had like to be honest with you, 22 and 21 ended with 19 of them. Oh, and I'm talking about family, family, and like people I grew up with. And like some of the Brooklyn Zoo members got assassinated. Like right after I, I think right after the Comic Con or before the Comic Con, was it before or after? Either I, I think it was before the Comic Con, 12 o'clock, and Murdoch was assassinated in Vancouver. They had got shot up like 50 times. But like three o'clock in the morning, somebody killed them. Like it just, was it was before the con because I remember you mentioning that to us. Yeah. Yeah. You, and yeah. I I try hard to like put the face on at work while I was there, but my heart, every time I like went upstairs and the day was over, like you would expect me to go to sleep. And I haven't, like, because I really realized, like, I've lost so many people in that one year, you know, and I was just, like, praying to God, like, yo, let me just start this year with not that many, or if not, none, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's it, it's just been hard. I mean, I'm talking about all the way up until the end of December, it's been happening. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a couple of days before Christmas type situation. Ooh. So, yeah, so that's why I didn't get the chance to really do a lot of promoting and everything like I should have because I was just going through it, bro. I would, I just wanted to hurry up and get out of 21 and start off fresh with 22. And what better way to do it than to have this interview? Absolutely. Two of the most wild party drinking guys, they'll stick their hands all in your ass if you let them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, shit. On that um, note, let, me yeah. wait, let me wait, wait, wait. Let me rephrase <laughs> that in women's ass, not men, not men. Oh, uh, geez. Oh, uh, geez. Okay. Speaking of promoting, I, I got a bunch of ads I need to play tonight. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do you okay. I want to thank everybody uh, for watching this fine evening. Plenty of show left, so don't go anywhere. Uh, but we need to pay the bills. We have a, a new network sponsor, and uh, Ben and Jeff has some awesome uh, sponsors for the show as well and uh, a lot of stuff going on but you know what we're just gonna get going with it here we go
Yeah, you saw that right. CBD for dogs. Okay. Uh, here we go. Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City Hot Sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. And as always, Ben sent me a video last minute. I have no idea what it is. I haven't had a chance to preview it. Oh, oh but just, just hold, hold, hold right. on, just fair warning. I, I was just gonna say, just fair warning. There's been a lot of talk of uh, Jeff putting his hand up butts. No, no. So the what? video, this no, this video has no hand up Jeff's butt of that nature. So. This video actually was sent to us by one of the agents that sends us a ton of amazing guests. Um, and you, you'll, you'll understand what it is once we play it. But it was one of the last commercials that this person did before they passed away. So, Leo, go ahead and play it. Thank you for supporting Actors and Others for Animals. We started a long, long time ago. When you find an organization like Actors and Others for Animals, it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals. Please keep up the good work. Believe me, it's deeply appreciated. Oh, man, you just made me... Oh, that, that just broke my heart, man. Yeah, um... She, she, from from what I gathered from the email from the agent when I got this, I literally got this, Leo, I'm sorry, I literally got this 15 minutes before the show. Um, but he he said that, you know, this was something that Betty and Loretta Swit and uh, Joanne, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name right now because I'm still taken back by the video. Um, but this is something that they had been working on leading up to Betty's 100th birthday. And unfortunately, we lost her at the end of 2021, you know, kind of kicked us in the nuts 2021. But we have, you know, this great video to, to remember her by and the things that she really stood for. So, you know, thank you, Leo, for getting up tonight. Of course, of course. That, man, we lost a lot of artists this year. Yeah. Man. So many great people died. Man. They did. Shout out to Shout out to K Slay. I heard he's getting better though, because he was really bad for a minute. They had, you know, they had put him on his respirator for a minute. They had him on it for a minute, and now he came back out of it. So God is good, you know. I mean, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yo, so he made so he's getting better. He had just came out with a new album, you know, with a bunch of new artists and everything. When when it when it dropped, he went in. 
this COVID is serious, man. Serious. Right. You know, I just wish people <laughs> would take it a little bit more serious. Like, I understand you all want to be out free and you want to be able to put the balls in girls' mouths and all that, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some of it ain't worth it. Some of it ain't worth it because you can't come back if your balls is dead. <laughs> uh, and he brings it right back to the gutter for us. See, that's why we love him. That's why we love him. Uh, well, you know, uh, speaking of that, you, you know, what are you doing uh, for yourself to protect yourself, Buddha? Uh, I took the shots. I took the first two. I got the Pfizer. I didn't get the Derma because Derma had a lot of complications with my daughter, who's in the service, who's in the Navy. And, um, thank service. Thank you. And she's in the Navy, and she she had a problem complications with it for like a whole month, like continuous bleeding and all kind of crazy stuff. Um, my son, he took the Pfizer. It got him sick for two weeks, and then nobody wants the Johnson. So, but... <laughs> Uh, uh, well, well, no, not that kind of Johnson. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna, I, I wanted to clarify that. Yeah. I don't want any Johnson, period. Nah, they, 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 well, I want right. the baby oil. I like the baby oil, but I'm not using it for all the wrong reasons. You get me? Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, on that note, we're going to get off that and say this. Like, well, you know, so I took the shots. And what made me really take it, because at first I really didn't want to take it, but my friend, uh, one of, another one of the members of the Brooklyn Zoo, K Blunt, Zoo Ninja, K Blunt, Brooklyn Zoo, um, he was so strong, you know, he, and, and the bad part about it, he was a vegetarian. He didn't even eat meat. Like, I, I caught him, I, I, I did a joke to him one time. He asked me to go get him a sandwich from Wawa, because they got Wawa. I went and got him one. And I said, what you want? He said, you know, some different cheeses, lettuce, tomato, onion. I said, all right, cool. So when I got the sandwich, though, I had the lady, like, pack this shit with mad onions. Like, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Oil and vinegar, but packed it with mad onions. So, you know, and I told her to fix it so he can't see the onions the way, you know, it's water. <laughs> the bread is fat. It's healthy. It's juicy. So I took out all the middle, but I packed it oh, all. So you know how you pack that empty space with mad onions? So, so he's like, oh, man, this sounds look great. It smells good. I said, yeah, man, go for it. Anything for my brother. He went to bite it, and he took one of them big bites because he didn't eat all day. But when he started chewing, he just started spitting out mad oh, onions. <laughs> <laughs> God bless that. <laughs> but um it, it it broke me down when he caught COVID. It broke me down and he caught COVID and then like his wife and everybody kept telling me, all right, everything is gonna be okay. He's doing good, he's getting better. He beat the COVID, but the he beat the COVID, but it had already done too much damage to his lungs and took him out. So when right. they took him off the respirator thing. He, he, he didn't come back, so I lost. After that, I was like, you know, you know what? I'm not gonna be a statistic. Let me, you know, take take these uh two shots. I don't know about that booster situation yet. I'm still iffy about that. 
You know, because at first they came with the story 65. When you get 65 to take it now, they're like, oh, no, everybody must take it. It's like, y'all trying to focus on I ass too much. This is some bullshit right here. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting fucking ran over by every bus that shouldn't be running me over. Because every time you turn around, they say, stand at the bus. You're going to be okay. You get hit again. You know? <laughs> Right. When people show you who they really are, believe them. When my man, I'm gonna start acting like Forrest Gump. He said, "All I know was I was running." You know what I'm saying? I'm running from (laughs) trying to dodge everything that they throwing at us because it's like you can't get a break right now. Right. I take a lot of vitamin C. I do a lot of vitamin D. You know what I'm saying? I do B36 and all that other shit. I think I might have called the number wrong, but if I didn't, you know, it's one of those vitamins. I do a lot of vitamins. I definitely stay on that vitamin C, though, because it 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 does help. The vitamin C, I'm telling everybody, if you're not taking at least 1,000 milligrams a day, you should be doing that. Because I'm telling you, it'll keep... I'm not saying you won't catch it, but I'm telling you, it gives you a better, healthier chance to fight off what's happening right now. Because of them. when you're in that situation, they're actually pumping you with vitamin C at the same time while you have the COVID. So it's better to take it before and have it all in your blood system. You know, you maybe you can fight off a lot of stuff. But um, I eat the right 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 food. I'm not a greasy type person. You didn't see me eating a lot of crazy food uh, stuff like that. I was basically yeah. chilling at the Comic Con. Like I was more happy to just be out. For that moment, you know, there was no fears, but there also was like, yeah, don't get too close. I ain't fucking with you like that. <laughs> I don't. I think my favorite part was when you kept mixing the beats and then turning it up a little bit more, just to watch Annie. Her mother. Her, her mother. Her mom. Yeah, her mother. Yeah. Oh, her y'all mom. kept seeing that shit. Y'all damn. Y'all caught. <laughs> Yo, because let me tell you why that happened. And all, and all, and all, and all, fear and love and war. Her, her mother tried to come over and was like, "Hey, so could you like uh turn it down?" Because uh, I'm like to myself, I just got here and they already trying to get us to turn down the music. I'm like, "Oh no, this shit ain't gonna work," you know. <laughs> in my mind, this shit ain't gonna work. But in my other mind, it was like, you know what? They're a little bit older. Respect their elders. Try to, you know, try to work with everybody because at the same time, you want to be invited back. You want to do stuff. So, but I was trying to let her know too. I went back to her later on and say, listen, people are walking by, but they're not interested because we don't have nothing exciting going on over in this corner for the moment. So let's just get a little music enough to make people want to stand and dance for a little bit and be like, you know what? You rock. Let me get two of those. Let me get this. And it worked. Did you see the line start? They started building up for Flash, for everybody. Like, that whole area over there where we was at, shit, it was popping. What you you got to do, what you got to do now in the future, right, is just make sure you have a box of earplugs. So if anybody ever comes over to you and says, can you turn the music down, just say, here, try these. But believe it or not, it was just her and everybody else was asking me to turn it up. Even, um, um, the last dragon was like he was like I forgot his yep. name right now, but he came over. He's like, "Yo, what's that song right there?" And I was like, "Oh, um," he said, "Who sang that?" And when I told him who sang, he was like, "Yo, 
she lived in the building with my mom. You know, and he was like, like, yo, that's my song. Turn it up a little bit more. He was on the other side asking me to turn it up. You yeah. know? And and then um I saw Hillary, you know, from Fresh I call her Hillary from Fresh Prince. And yeah. she was like, yo, man, the music was playing and made the day go. Cause you know, like you sit there, but you get kind of when nobody after a while when nobody isn't there, you need to have something happen and want to make the kid feel like being there. You know, I just didn't get a chance to put on, this is my house. It's Dana. You know, I was on my way to the shit. I just couldn't get to it. You know, <laughs> you know, but I'm I'm telling you, man, I'm into rock and everything. You'd be surprised. You know what I'm saying? ACDC, all that. So, right. Yeah. So, and, and, that, and actually, that's going to be, I think that should be one of the next questions because sure. you, you didn't focus just on hip hop, R&B. You kind of, you kind of expanded amongst all genres of music yeah freak i was dealing i produced with freaky fucking weirdos out in europe a lot of people know about them they they got thousands of that i've dealt with a lot of a lot of my production too also is in majorly in europe like when you type in my name different ways you'll find out like i've done stuff with people like frank williams and all of them um i've even like hung out and chill with prince um, um, Solomon, Sol Solomon Burke. Uh, um, it was me, Prince Solomon Burke, Quincy Jones, and um, who else was it? Um, Claude Knapps, who was the actually the owner of, of Montreux Jazz Festival out in Lausanne, and wow. you know I was out there with them at his at his chalet. So like me, yo, let me tell you something. Quincy Jones, that nigga's a freak. But uh, <laughs> he had like six girls around him, and you know, you know, when you want to be a smooth Devin ass dude, you playing the piano, and the girls are just mesmerized the way you playing the piano. Girls going up under the piano. That's another story for another time. But uh, <laughs> so, like, you know, and like we we there, and we're singing, and we're enjoying ourselves. Um, Chico, Chico DeBarge, you know, I've sang with him. And, you know, I've done stuff with a lot of different artists. You know, I've 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 made the situation with, with me and my boy Wakem made the situation come true for Busta Rhymes and ODB. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, and like uh, Helter Skelter and all of them are my brothers and friends. You know what I'm saying? Duck Down, you know, Buckshot Shorty Five and all of them. Those are my people. Like I've I've been Mad Lion. I produce for Mad Lion. You know what I'm saying? I perform with KRS-One and all in Europe and everything. So, I mean, like, hey, no bragging. I just, I love what I do. And and that's everything. that's what I meant by it. I, see, I, I don't think anybody here considered it bragging. It's, you show a passion yeah. for what you do. And that's well, why I wanted to bring that com that, that question in. You were gonna it's, it's funny because, you know, I was, I was looking some stuff up and I came across this, uh, this review on Amazon, and I just want to pull one of the sentences out of it because it 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 it, it, it kind of hit home. You know, the guy said Budamonk isn't exactly the best lyricist out there, but he's got a very tight flow, and does his music with his heart and his guts. That's Amen. dope. That's dope. Yep. That's dope. I don't um, know what's considered. Here's the thing for me for a person. I kind of don't like that interview. 
right there. Cause for me, it was like, what would be, who would, what, who would be considered and what would be considered a best lyricist? Cause well, that's like artwork. It's all, that's all in the eyes of the beholder. Everybody you know is what I mean? right. Everybody's different. You, right. Now, but the you better know, way what, what, to say something, the better way to say something like that would be like, yo, oh, um, you know, you know, like, like when I talk about artists and stuff, I don't be like, oh, his shit is whack, this and that, da 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 da. I just think that you know he's undercarded. You know, like people wouldn't take enough time to really bob off of what he did and like i'm like have you really listened to this dude like this dude shit is crazy but you know that's that's just them coming from like three or four songs or five songs that they heard not really following the person and following his whole life and seeing who he who else has he done stuff with because on one side you may see me do something like this but then you wouldn't feel like that if you heard me with method man or dirty or rizza or and, and I'm in like 16 different videos with them all the time and stuff. I wasn't that type of person. I wasn't right, in it, right. but I was in it because I knew that there was an art and I, I was being a part. The way that I became rich in my mind with it was I was there when, when, when that happened and I was a part of making that happen. Yep. I don't need to tell everybody, but eventually when the interviews and everything start coming, I'll be able to tell everybody. And then everybody be like, holy shit, we put all of our minds into these people doing such and such. But this guy really had a bigger part to play in it than what was told. Because a lot of times you see in a lot of interviews, I'll be, you know, and I'm going to say this with love. I, I've seen a lot of motherfuckers in my whole crew, bro. Like I've done a lot. And my name never get mentioned once. And I sat back and had my friends call me after they saw the shit on TV. Like, yo, bro, what the fuck was that? Like, yo, what's going on, man? Like, yo, I'm like, yo, bro, it's about them five or them nine or them seven. It's not about me right now. Eventually my turn will come. Or if not, my son will pick it up and tell him what he knows. So, right. you know, it's it's like it's 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 a card that's being dealt that don't always get shoveled. Like sometimes somebody got the luck, they always get four, three aces, or they might get two of the aces. Somebody might always get the four kings and don't get no jacks. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is what it is. It's the way that the cards are dealt, you know? And that's how I look at it. So to be honest with you, I could say to myself right now that if I were to do it all over again, I don't know how much I would change, but it wouldn't be much. Right. You got to know your position in this music game. One. Two, you got to know the obedience of you understanding that you're not always going to be the person that everybody fucking looks at every moment and every day at a time, every right. every mm -hmm. moment and second of the, of the day. But here's the thing. I kind of like that idea because for the simple fact, look what that shit did to my brother. It took him through a lot of tribes and tribulations and it takes a lot of other artists, um, R. Kelly and all of them, you know? He did piss on the girl, but still in all, he had people that w acted like they were with him, but in all reality, because he got rid of them or didn't want to fuck with them, they snitched on him and now, you understand what I'm saying? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so think about it. 
So this is something you got to think about. So like at the same time, the fame is a good thing, but the fame is, that's why I said to you earlier, it's a gift and a curse at the same time. So, yeah. you, can only, you can only hope that when your moment comes, you're ready for the moment. Yeah, I piss on that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, all the time. All the time. He, he said, I'm pissing right on that, dude. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? You know what I hope for? That whatever gets put into the computer system, that they never they, ne they never lose the information. Because, you know, after a while, computers can lose information. I don't know how come all of our computers always lose information, but they always still got our information. They have never lost our information since the time we've been born. How the fuck is that? How come their computer works better than ours? Think about it. We always losing information every day, time after time, with, with music, with everything, and we can't get it back. But somehow they can always get their shit back. They're one up on us. So, on that sense, I piss on that idea. <laughs> with authority. With authority. With authority. <laughs> This is Buddha Mark, and I approve this message. <laughs> yeah. uh, this question came in a little bit uh, ago, but Billy was asking, uh, "Where's your daughter stationed at?" Um, right now she's stationed. My her mother's in Maryland. She's in. Is she in Virginia? No, she's she's by the water, so it's got to be Virginia. I think she's in Virginia or Rich. Yeah, she's in she's in Virginia. She's, she's, in she's, getting ready, she's getting ready to get on. She's on the boat and they're getting ready to leave. She's gonna be gone for like a year or two. Oh wow! So, so she's already <laughs> and he's gonna be letting off them big cannons. That's the reason right. That, the reason that Billy asked, and he's an owner along with a friend of his of Maryland Pop and Horicon and Tidewater Horror Convention. Uh, Tidewater Hurricane is in Norfolk, Virginia. And yeah. Jeff and I actually had the pleasure of going down last year. We stayed literally in between Terry bases right on the first day we were there. Because oh. um, somebody that my daughter knew was stationed in the military there and allowed us to come crash at his house when we got into town. Right. But Billy, Billy actually, Billy and Brian actually had a lot of the military personnel came over and helped out at the con so they would like the handlers and they were they were doing different jobs and stuff it was pretty cool to have them around right so I, I think that's why he was asking right and uh we got a hello from canada hey danielle hello nice. danielle. hello you sexy thing you <laughs> that would be an understatement if she's ugly as hell but i still love her <laughs> What's up, Dan? Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> she said, hello. that's it. Just hello. There was no question. That was hello it. from Canada. Hello. No. Hello from Canada. And then she said hello again and she was waving to you. Hello from Canada. You like hot sauce on your chicken? <laughs> Is that a Canadian thing? No, that's a sexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nah, I'll tell you a story about that. So, so Young Dirty comes here one day and 
my lady's daughter was here and you know she she was like in the living room chilling or no in the kitchen and something and he went back there so i'm like why he going back there so he said <laughs> i didn't know about it but eventually he was like he said to her uh you like hot sauce on your chicken and so she had asked her mom's mom you know like somebody uh a young dirty asked me did i like hot sauce on my chicken i'm like oh my god no he didn't ask for that and i'm like dog you gonna ask my daughter-in-law, do she like hot sauce on her chicken? Really? Really? Really, bro? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a sexual movement. You know what I'm saying? It's a sexual movement. Like, yo, you like, it's a, you know, it's, it's a way of saying, you know. Uh, erotic fever would be best for that. Nah, erotic like, fever would be best for that. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know. You know it's like saying, do you like jism on your schism? You know what I'm saying? Like that, right. right. You know, jism on your schism? Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Load off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> docking, bay, docking bay three right there. Go ahead. Let it all off. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but hello, Canada. Yo, shout out to Canada. Yo, they, they still, I'm going to tell you, they, they love us to death. They support us 100%. And I hope you're sexy, girl. And it just goes quiet. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did it quick. That was quick in and out. It was in and out. Whew. That was the quickest nut I ever bust. So, uh, Buddha, I read something that you don't like any uh, sort of like digital marketing. No. You like no. it old school. I like it old school. I'm, I'm, I'm more, I miss the days where you could spray paint the ground with your logo or you could put the, stickers on the poles and stuff like that yeah and you know like you know all the moms and pop stores they will put your flyers in the window and all of that stuff and stickers in the window like oh yo your picture you go in the barber shop your pictures on the wall you go in these shops now everybody keeping them all neat got this little digital thing going by say oh haircuts 15 dollars. that's it you know i understand that you promoting your but you know that essence of what hip hop and community means together is being separated slowly but surely, you know? Cause you remember you would go, yeah, how's Johnny doing? Johnny's good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's in the service. I see his picture up there, right? You know, yeah, him and him and fucking five guys did together, you know, they do anything. But you don't see that no more. You don't have a conversation about that. Everybody gets inside the barbershop, got a mask on talking about COVID, and how bad they want to get the hell out of the house with their girlfriend, you know? <laughs> Music's right. forgotten about. They don't care about it. I mean, like, there's different elements that made this music thing work because record sales are tremendous in the digital world, but they were also awesome. Like, when you went to a show, you would sell, like, 7,000 pieces, 10,000 pieces right out of your car, 20,000. But because of the way that they set up this system now, they don't even know that you're coming. They, I hope, hopefully somebody happened to walk down the block that day where there's other events going on and see that you're there. Same thing kind of like at the Comic-Con too, you know. Right. If, if, if you're a last minute added on person and you get there, people are like, oh, wow, we got a bonus package in this deal today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I'm, 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 
I'm trained. Like, this don't mix with this, but why is this here? But you know what? Let's not question it. Let's just get some shit from it because it, it was the time that we were here. Right. And that works. Mm -hmm. I get it. It works. But I'm more like, I need the basic thing. Like, the you driving by on, there used to be a time you would drive by on the highway and see the big poster when the album was coming out. When the album was coming out, whose album, what day it dropped. And then you would see lines going all the way around the corner letting you know. Now, it's like, yeah, Biggie's out. Yeah, get it on iTunes. Yeah, oh, Jay-Z is doing an album right now. You know what I'm saying? If you got a Samsung uh, Galaxy 6 Plus 10, you get the album for free. Y'all fucking the market up with this bullshit. You're yeah, free bonus with download. Right. <laughs> And you're not giving people the chance to come out no more. You're telling everybody it's just as easy to stay home and get everything you need. You know, it's bad enough we don't have communication. Look, you go to clubs nowadays, bitches ain't dancing with bitches. I mean, Nick, with guys, guys are dancing with guys and girls are dancing with girls. The guys are standing up on the wall, rocking left, right, trying to see which girl they could push up on. But the dance floor is practically empty nowadays. Mm -hmm. So for me, yes, I think the digital world is definitely killing the, the, the flow of how things should be for music and for a lot of other purposes in life. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know, man. If there's nothing like that real promotion, get 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 the glue on your hands and put the papers on the wall and face throwing them everywhere. Like you would have a whole staff um, loud and, 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 um, Loud and Rockefeller and all of them would have a whole staff. Them niggas would start at like seven in the evening and be doing shit to like three, four in the morning, pasting everywhere on trains, the wall. When you wake up the next morning, you're like, damn, how niggas paint the walls like this overnight? Like, there was nothing here. I, and now 10 trains, I done seen 10 trains looking out my window and they all got the logos on them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can see the promotion. You can't see it in the digital world. Somebody could tell you, I could turn my computer and show you what I did and, and make up some fake numbers and you pay them. But with these pictures, back in the days, you had to take pictures of what you did and bring it back to the office in order to get paid. You see what I'm saying? Now you yeah. know, now you know your, your dollar is really working for you. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, Billy they, Billy made a comment. He said uh, they they still do that down in Norfolk and they call it street te street teams. Yeah. We we called the street teams then and it still was bullshit. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day you call it street teams, but now some of the street teams know how like everything's a hustle to everybody. Like people rather be at the party and looking at the girls than really do the promotion work, you know? Right. So you can have it. Okay. Like, the way people use street team these days, they only put the street team out in front of the event the day of taking place. That's too late. Y'all should have been out here weeks ago. Because before a show would come to a town, like with Eva, when Eva said, all right, I'm Buddha, I'm going to book you for December. Okay. But we're going to start promoting from April. You understand what I'm saying? Six yep. to six, six to seven months way before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's there's heavy promotion in every city letting you know Buddha's coming to Frankfurt. 
Germany, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Hamburg, Germany, like, and uh, and and they're constantly. That's why I like Europe because they still pasting on the walls and everything. They still point yo. They a lot of people use the computers out there and phones, but they be pasting paper and doing graffiti everywhere. Like graffiti is a tradition to them. They don't look at it as you're, 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 you're destroying property. They looking like that shit, like our kids and their art of work. You know what I'm saying? Their yeah. art, the, our kids and that's their artwork. My son actually did that, that burner. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So where we do it here, like, look at these fucking kids. They, they're just sitting there messing with the world. They ain't got nothing to do with themselves. Y'all not giving them a chance. Let them show their art so that way you could probably be like, hey, you know what? I got a job for you. You come do do a wall at my house or something or, or, or my office or something. You know, this is how you get to know people. That used to be a promotion for everybody. They don't do that no more. Yo, you took that wall, I'm calling the police. Everything is down the drain now. You know, you don't really get to, it's, it's again, you know, the digital world takes a lot of that away. And I think you could get much more out of your buck if you do it the other way. I mean, even for people that's doing stuff today, like, because, you know, Drake and them get millions and millions of hits, but how about they really probably missing billions and billions of hits because the promotional way that we used to use where they were getting millions of hits is not being used no more. They used a whole new cycle. These little young kids is like, no, we can do this and still reach the masses, but it don't work because not everybody can keep their phone on all the time or their computer or their internet. So a lot of shit is being missed at a certain time. But if you got the paperwork fluttering and floating constantly in the street, you can't go wrong. It's going to be, the message will be delivered. So, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. I feel you. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a, a lot of noise. Uh, you know, it's, uh, but, um, I, I'm a pro proponent for digital marketing, though, because that's my day job. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I, by all means, God but, bless you. Yeah, but I, I totally get you. There's definitely a lot of noise out there, and you know, uh, the little guy is going to get lost. You know, somebody just trying to start out right now that is going to be impossible for him to, you know, get any traction. Right, right. right. It's, right now, if you're, not, and I, I, you know, I, I agree with you, Buddha. I mean, you know, I. Um... I do a lot of woodworking and, uh, you know, hand carving and, and inlay work and stuff like that. And I absolutely refuse to use CNC machines or laser cutters or anything like that, because in my opinion, that just takes the art out of the work. Yeah, you're cheating. You're cheating. You're, you're, you're you know cheating. what I mean? You're cheating your skill. You're cheating your skill and you're cheating you're cheating your real way of knowing what your art form really is to yourself. Like, but those who are in the digital world and and have created um created a monster name for themselves, by all means, I salute to you. You know, I even salute to you because I'm looking at all of this you're doing right here, and I'm like, this is amazing. Y'all on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I let me tell you, I done been on a lot of different podcasts. And don't look this clear, some other shit going on, some other. But when you look at this and like, man, they raping this shit right now. Like, you know, it makes you, you feel like it makes you feel like you're proud to be a part of the moment that this took place. Cause you know, again, all of this shit is charted down later on in life. 
as something that you did and another achievement for you in that world and at that particular time where people could go back later and look at it. So right. I'm not down, I'm not downing it. I just know what works for me and what works for like hip hop and what works for the people in the era that I grew up in, how they wish they could still see stuff because a lot of them miss stuff because, you know, you're not in tune with your friends no more. And, you know, you grew up, you don't speak to them much. You don't want to deal with them much. So, you know, it's not like, yo, you going to that show. You know, when you was young, you would say that. Now they're just like, what are you talking about? What show? When I asked you about the show, he's like, uh... Oh, I heard about it. yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, right, right before we went live, you asked me about exactly. the you asked us about the uh, Method Man and Red Man show at the Palladium, exactly. which is like an old. Here's the funny uh, thing, I know it was an old show, and people was getting back the tickets. People who already paid was coming back to it, but the, the funny thing for me was the whole time it was going, I didn't really see too much promotion in the street for it or nothing. So some of my people that was in this town that didn't even know it took place, it was like, you're kidding. They were just here Saturday. If I would have known that, I would have got tickets. See? No, absolutely. I'm talking about hundreds. I know a lot of people. So I'm talking about hundreds of people who had no clue that that show was even coming. They booked it. They they talked about it in in the digital world in certain places, but there was no paperwork, no, no, no paper trail, nowhere. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Not none of the like. There's barber shops here. There's there's nail salons. There's uh, Dunkin' Donuts. There's chicken spots, and there's people going there every day and all the stuff and waiting for their food. Ask them, can you put a little bit of literature in there, letting them know that the show is oh, coming? Yeah. There's none of that. There's right. none of that going on. And you know what? People act like they don't want to pay for that kind of service no more. But you spend millions of dollars in the digital world and then turn around, don't even make back half of what you put in. Had you did it the other way, you would see your profit more because more people would know about it. You right. know, it's just a fight. It's a fight amongst yourself. You got to know. Let me just say this and I'm going to leave it like this. You got to know your itch. You understand what I'm saying? You got to know where you can fit into this game and what you could provide. And most people, when they do their job, they're good at it. But sometimes, and that comes with the saying of me doing music, you got to know how to come out of your element and go into other elements and grab a piece of all of that and make yourself, yep. you know, known to the whole entire world. Because I would never say, I know one thing for sure, I'm not a local artist. I am an entertainer and I'm a legend. And not most people could say that. Not only that, I'm an IRAA nigga too as well. You understand what I'm saying? I'm officially noted in the world of IRAA. You know what I'm saying? And not many people got that level of dealing with this music platform. So right. when you got those things on your side and you benefit from them, you work for it, you got to work that network. That network, you got to find a way to keep that network working for you until the balls fall off. And balls do fall off. I just want everybody to know they fall off when you die and you start deteriorating in on, in the ground. But while you're alive, they fall off too. I just want you to know them shit do fall. You ever seen them fall on a girl face when you went the wrong way on her? There you go. See, that's what I'm trying to think about. They do fall. They fall. 
See, I thought he was going to go in the other direction and be like, when you get like 40 years old, they start to fall closer to the floor. No, 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 no numbers. Cause you know what I'm saying? You could be 16. You can still wear the hell out of some ass. So I don't, I don't you know, I ain't going to deal with that kind of category. That's a, that's a catastrophe at your hand. If you think about it that way, you know what I'm saying? Cause mankind is just mankind, but I ain't kind in this shit. When it comes to girls, I'm a man, not kind. <laughs> I don't know if that rolls off right, but yeah, something like that. You know. You know. <laughs> so on on that note, I'm a I know Leo. Leo, you do have another show to get ready and produce. I uh, do. I do. Minutes. So, um, do your thing. What? Do your thing. Do my thing. Do my. Where can people find you at? <laughs> <laughs> he pays uh, attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, to learn about our awesome guests and also the sponsors and everything as well. Uh, and for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network and got about 40 shows on a network where there's a ton of awesome people doing a ton of awesome stuff. And uh, with that, Buddha, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Uh, Facebook. Uh, I got Facebook. I got TikTok. I like. I got Twitter, but one of my rhymes telling me tells you the truth. You'll never catch me on Twitter, but I got Twitter. I got. I got mostly everywhere you can reach me. Listen, you can even go and Google me. You're gonna find me. You want to talk to me? I do reply on all platforms. My email is monklohan, M-O-N-K-L-O-H-A-N-D at gmail.com, M-O-N-K-L-O-H-A-N-D at gmail.com. I do reply. You know, just don't send me no bullshit because then I won't reply. Um, no dick pics. Yeah, no dick pics and no sexual, no sexual, sexual women contact, none of that. Don't show me your titties, bitch. I don't want to see them wrinkle shit. But um, other than that... <laughs> Other than that, I reply for music reasons or questions about music. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions that they want to ask about how can they get on and what they can do. I could probably help you with trying to direct you the best way nowadays in the digital world to get your music heard, but I am not giving a record deal personally myself. I might help you with your record deal. I might be able to help you with your production. I also do produce at affordable rate. You know, but uh, it is what it is. And I just want to thank, fuck all that. I just want to thank y'all for having me. That's the most important thing, man. Like, I'm not getting off here without saying thank you to all of you. You know what I'm saying? Still tokening, baby, at Buddha Monk 2, baby. I'm tokening too. Shit. Definitely. Buddha, Buddha, it has been a pleasure. Um, you said some things that I didn't know what to come back with. I really didn't. Yeah, I know. You know I kind of, but I, I kind of you know took over I mean? the show. I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, no, 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 it's cool. No, it was beautiful. You know, uh, kind of in a lot of ways, you're a fuck stick. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shazam. We talked about that before the show, so that was not an insult for everybody out there. That's um, right. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can find me on Facebook, but, you know, uh, your best bet, go to uh, stilltoken.com. You'll find out all about everything that we're doing. 
uh, and there's some new things that are going on. Uh, so yeah, pay attention. That's so right, and they, still, and they still putting their hands in girls' asses. So don't remember, you might be the next one. Well, I'm out of my cast, so I'm good to go. Oh, Jesus, I, I told you because I got that only happened because he stuck his hand in the elephant's ass. I told him not to do that. No, that was my head. Oh. <laughs> We found out he was reaching for outer space. <laughs> Only on this oh show that we, we mess around like this. And he's shaking his head like, I'm just in the digital world. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. I love you guys. Thank you for having me, man. So Don't go don't, anywhere yet. Don't go anywhere yet till we close stream and we're backstage. Um, no. But yes. You know, our viewers out there, you know, season three is just getting better and better. Um, in case you were wondering what's behind me, Buddha sent that to me, that rep representing the uh, the Brooklyn New, you know, great. I don't know who did it. You'll have to reach out to him to find out. And it's in the show notes up above, down below, side to side. I don't fucking know. Leo puts him in the play. So to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day. So people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. We're out of here. Bye. We are here.